to another episode of Zenith Podcast. I'm your host, Cesar Davila. This is where we explore culture, relationships, nature, art, consciousness, and the appreciation of life. I'm here with Elise Chacon, health and wellness coach. Welcome, Elise. Hello. Thanks, Cesar. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you so much for being here. You know, so honestly, we've known each other indirectly for about 10 years yeah <laughs> it's gonna be 10 years yes. since high school yeah oh my god that means like our reunion's coming up yes soon, it, it is <laughs> it is yeah <laughs> i know world travels fast the world just literally time flies you know especially yeah. when you're in the, in the zone and yes. i could definitely tell you've been in the zone since day one since high school you've always been extremely active and very much prioritizing your physical health you know with sports and just overall working out and to see how that's manifested over these years into you becoming a health and wellness coach, someone that people go to for guidance on how to strengthen not just their lives, but also their minds is incredible. Like, thank you. Yeah. You know, and I'm just very curious, you know, how did that, how, like, how did you know this is what, like, did you know since, since high school, like that this was, uh, this is how it was going to go or? Absolutely not. I had no idea. I honestly, if I didn't even think I was going to go to college for a really long time, I hated education, honestly. I really didn't think that I would be in this position, really helping women and guiding them in their health and wellness journey. I knew that I love to work out and that I love to be active, but I never imagined the magnitude that I would, you know, go in depth of it. Um, I truly just kind of stumbled, not even stumbled, I like had a really hard time after high school. Um, I went into the volleyball program. I was really big into volleyball. I went into college and I did that for a while. And I guess I just kind of was comfortable with, you know, going into organizations and communities of fitness. And so I did surround myself a lot with that. Um, however, like after I had my daughter, I kind of fell off of that, you know, and I kind of lost myself in a relationship and just all of the things that come with that and, you know, being a mom. And so I lost a lot of who I used to be, um, just navigating this new chapter in my life of being a mom. And so I was going to school at the time and I was at Cal State Fullerton um, getting my communications um, and public relations degree. And I thought for the longest time I was just going to work at a corporate job and get a nine to five, just kind of how everybody says to do it. And, you know, but I knew deep down, although like that was happening and um, it was unfolding, I did really, I was like, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't really want to do a nine to five. I never felt it in my heart that I, that's something that, you know, was true to and in alignment with myself. However, because I was so unsure of the path, I just kind of was going with it because, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. Cause I had no sense of direction. I really didn't have any sense of self, which I learned later on. Um, but you know, after kind of, having the trials and tribulations of the my um longest relationship that was something that was like oh shit like i need to get myself back together in that relationship ending and then just me finding myself again and realizing the things that i love and that i don't love i l- had to go back to the 2014 version of myself um and when i thought about who she was i was like well i was really into fitness at the time and then you know 
everything was starting to happen. The pandemic was going down and, you know, everyone was back in their homes. And I was also bartending at the time. And so I quit that job for a while. Um, and I just kind of focused on fitness. Um, and I started that transformation and then it just developed over time. And, um, people, I started sharing my journey on social media and, um, I started to get a lot more inquiries or just, you know, ladies asking me like questions about fitness and wellness. And I was sharing what I was eating and doing. And so that's really how it kind of all came together. I would say was the pandemic, you know, um, and showcasing the things that I was doing and sharing my journey, sharing my story. And it just kind of took off from there. Wow. Yeah. I mean, definitely. I think the timing of the pandemic can sometimes like it really depended on how the person reacted to it, you know? Yeah. And if you go introspect, if you went introspective in that time, you For know, sure. where you were like solid, solitary and just thinking about what you want to do with your life, I could totally see how that could eventually manifest you it going back. It was an awakening, you know? yeah. I feel like, for the collective, truthfully. I feel like it was an awakening that needed to happen. And I know so many people who were also awakened by that experience of 2020 being like, what the hell? Like, I hate this job. Like, they're treating me like shit. They're making me work. Like, you know, we were all just kind of fed up. And so I, I really appreciated that 2020 pandemic because it opened my eyes to like what could possibly be, you know? Um, and I felt like, well, I just graduated. Like, let me just take this leap. Like if it fails, then I can say I tried, you know, and I didn't want to leave not trying my best, you know, or leave that career or fitness without giving it a hundred percent of what I can possibly do. And even now in between the times of that, this has almost been like three, four years now, I've tried to give up like many, many times on and, fitness. Uh, on fitness. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, because it's just not, uh, it wasn't financially rewarding me as I needed it to just to like, you know, make ends meet until most recently. And so it's just interesting how it all kind of unfolds. It's like, as long as you keep going and you keep pushing and you, you give it everything that you have, you know, that can be potentially like, you know, your career. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting that you went to school for communication studies because I went to school for communication studies oh, too. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, Yay. yeah. I, I went not for public relations, but for interpersonal communication. Ooh, okay. Yeah, but, you know, I definitely agree where, especially in Southern California, I think the lifestyle that people are used to are just always on the go, you know? So the pandemic really made people stop and think. Yeah. Which is the first time that they were probably ever forced to do that. Mm -hmm. And it welcomed the idea of like, okay, what do I really want to do? Yeah. You know, and how do I do that? And in terms of you getting to fitness, especially going to school, not fitness related, how did, how did you get into that whole industry? Yeah. Uh, into the public relations industry? No, or? not into the fitness industry. Oh yeah. yeah. So that was just through social media. I mean, and sharing my journey. I, um, got a request from one of my friend's mom just kind of saying, Hey, can you train me? You know? And at that time I had no experience. I hadn't had any of the certifications at all. Like, you know what I mean? Like I didn't do anything. I was just like, Hey, I'm working out. And I, you know what I mean? So when she extended that opportunity to me, I kind of was like nervous about it. I did remember telling my mom, like, should I do it? Like, I, I don't feel like I'm even qualified. And she was like, well, you know her. So like, you know, I feel like it wouldn't be weird. Like if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And now, you know, 
So, um, you know, my mom really pushed me to do it and, and I just was like, okay, you know, so I went to her house and then over time I started posting it. And then I had a really great group of friends who supported that and, um, who also paid me to train them at their house. And so it kind of really built from there. Um, and then the clientele started to grow and I started to post more on social media and, um, it was from training out of the parks and out of people's homes to then finally renting a gym and working out of the gym and then moving to the current gym that I'm at now. So there's been multiple steps of the growth and the my fitness career, but that was really where it started was in 2020 with one request. And so once that one grew, you know, I was like, wow, well, maybe I can use my public relations, you know, and all of my social media management that I had in college to kind of push my business forward. Um, and it's so crazy how the universe works because without those knowledge, that knowledge and the experience that I had with, you know, um, learning how to market and, you know, I took some marketing classes and learning, you know, the algorithm and how to properly push, you know, content out um, through Facebook ads, you know, like all of these things that I learned that I just graduated from. I was like, well, let me just use it all on and put it all on my business. So, um, that's really what happened. And then I started making ads and I started doing events, um, during the pandemic and hosting and just kind of trying to get my name out there. And that's really how it kind of all, you know, catapulted into this, you know, business that I have now. It's, it's so crazy how like, when you go backwards, it makes complete sense how you're at, like where you're at right now, you know, because when you're going to school for communication, mm-hmm. again, it's really, inter- it's really like, it's kind of a shitty idea that people go to school to find a nine to five job yes. rather than go to school to help them hone in on their skills that they could use on like to apply in their, their everyday life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the beauty of communication studies is that that's one of that's a that's a very particular major that yeah. allows you not to just be not to just be a puzzle piece for a corporation, but for the skills to be a puzzle piece for yourself. You Absolutely. know, like for you to I be able that. to implement this like these skills into your everyday yeah. life. And I kind of felt like I chose that career because um, it felt safe. Like I felt like I could maneuver around that if I chose to do something differently. Um, but I knew that I was like, I knew anything other than math. Like I was just like, let me choose a degree that doesn't involve mathematics too. So, but I mean, of course, like, you know, everything aligns, um, for you perfectly. It's all set in a blueprint and I just continue to roll with it. So yeah, it was just, it it was just amazing when you look back at all the things that happen, you're just like, oh, they had to fall in this way in order for me to be this person that I am and evolve to be, you know, who I am today. So it's just, it's really amazing when you really look back at it, you're just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like literally the the universe works in mysterious ways, you know? Yeah. And when, when did the, the idea of focusing on women come into your fitness journey? Yeah. Well, you know, I personally just love connecting with other women who are like-minded um, and they are all, also equally as motivated to be the healthiest versions of themselves. And so um, it started with my friends who were equally like that. Um, and I think just also translating that through my audience on social media um, helped me get clients who were very similar to my personality, which I think is such a the beautiful part about social media. I attract people like you attract who you are um, in a sense. And so... Yeah, your vibe attracts your tribe. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So I feel like that's exactly what's been happening. You know, I just show 
and I've been more true to myself over the years, which I struggled with in the past, but you know, like I just continue to put like myself out there and be vulnerable and share my story and share the things I like and what I don't like. And that really just attracts the right people to you. And, um, so I, just gravitate more towards women. Um, nothing against the men. I just feel more comfortable with women and I feel like I can help a little bit more coming from a woman. I just feel like, you know, I can understand where they're, what they're going through. I'm a mom myself, so I relate. Um, and it's just a very like friendship client type of, you know, like it's just a great energy, great connection that I can build. And I just, I want to focus in on that more than men and women. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's also something that's really cool is that, you know, since you are diverting away from the nine to five, nine to five life, a lot of the nine to five life is, you know, you have a manager looking over you, right. telling you what to do, telling you how to do it. And yes. for you to be your own boss and for you to be able to like mindfully establish how do you want this environment to be where you're going to be around? Yes. You know, like you're literally picking and choosing how you want to function, yes. you know, every day. And Absolutely. Like how has that helped with your mental health and yeah. like just how you feel about what you're doing now? You know what? It's funny that you asked that because actually lately I've been really busy and I know that I shared my schedule with you the other day and you're like, what? Yeah. Um, but you know, lately it's been hard because I've dealt with a couple health problems. I've dealt with some stuff with my stomach and my gut. And then I developed this like allergic reaction, I believe to sucralose, which is like another probably episode, but, um, lately it has been hard, um, because I've been so busy in the beginning when I was just kind of working on everything, it was amazing and fun and great, um, which it still is, but I'm adjusting to the new schedule that I have. Um, and so it's been a little bit more difficult as of late, but I know that moving forward, I have the tools in the toolbox to help me move through this chapter. Um, but it's, it's okay because I would say that when you're an entrepreneur, it's all on you, especially when you're starting your business. Because if I take a day off, that's a lot of money lost because I am the business. Yeah. Um, and so that's a lot of pressure over time. And it's tricky because there's no deadline. Exactly. And, you know, you have to put yourself on these deadlines. You have to take action immediately or at least for me, it just never gets done. So if I don't do it right away, I'll wait like till the last day. Sometimes I'll be late on something. You know what I mean? So... Um, I have to be really strict on myself. Self-discipline is really important. Um, and you know, the mental health aspect of it, it's just, it is hard. It's, it can get really difficult at times. Um, but I think that goes back to just building my community of women and, um, I fall back on them and I'm hoping that they can fall back on me. And so that I feel less alone over time and they are understanding as well. When I'm having an off day, um, they know and they can feel it. So I rather just take the time for myself to re-energize, re-heal, you know, go back within and then provide them with the best that I can give them. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, it's incredible how, you know, essentially you are a leader of this group, but mm -hmm. you're, you framed it as a support group where even like you can feel supported from Absolutely. these people, you know? Yeah, I do. I really do. And especially when I host these events, um, like the healing flow that I hosted, as much as it was a healing event for them, it was just as a healing event for me. You know, I was healing through things as well. And so I felt very connected to them. Some of them even cried and some of them even vented to me afterwards, sharing their own personal experiences. 
And that was really empowering for me. And it made me so motivated to get back to work and to continue to impact and empower other women, um, both spiritually and, you know, physically. Did you, did you ever like see the, like what you were doing was eventually going to lead towards these people having these like very deep epiphany moments where they were like open up to you like that? No, I didn't. I did not. I didn't expect it to be so deep like that. Um, I did a guided meditation and I just saw these women crying and it just made me tear up because to see all of it being released, all of the trauma, all of the tension, just kind of letting, letting them release it all was just so beautiful. And, you know, it really just made my heart feel like, wow, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, this is just one of the many, like I mentioned, modalities of my journey here and my experience on earth, you know, is to help other women heal and, um, you know, grow both physically and spiritually. Wow. It's, it's so beautiful that you were, that you, not just you got to experience that moment, but you also got to acknowledge the moment, mm-hmm. you know, because it's, it's, it's a very much full circle yeah. moment where you're like, wow, like everything that I've, all of the hardships I've been through, all mm-hmm. the trouble that I've been through, like it's worth it. Absolutely. This. In that moment, it became crystal clear. I think for me, that's beautiful. Before it was very, I was still not sure what I like. I knew I loved fitness, right. But like when I hosted that specific event, it all became so obvious. And as, although like I, I'm, I'm working on doing another one soon, which I'm super excited about. Um, but I need to do more and I know that. And so I'm just trying to adjust. And I think that's probably caused a little bit of the stress, the underlying stress is just knowing that I have so many other women to help and that I'm just not doing it yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm balancing. Because on top of being um, a health and wellness coach, I also am a public relations manager for a meal prep company, which does take a lot of my time as well. So um, trying to get adjusted to that, which I just started in March. So figuring that out and then I'll be able to help, you know, my women, hopefully in the summertime, you know, get to back to that. But yes, you know, it, it became so crystal clear as to what I needed to do and why I was here. So that was a beautiful moment, not only for me, but I'm sure for my, my girls who were there too. That's great. You know, so I guess I would love to learn like what, what exactly was the event? Like how long was it? What was yeah. the structure of it? Like how did idea come so, up? So it was about 60 minutes long. Um, and it was 30 minutes of inner child healing. Um, and then like roughly 10 to 15 minutes, maybe even 20 of just like trauma release and energy release through movement. Um, I chose yoga there, um, for that specific one, but it can look like anything. It can look like breath work. It could just be like moving your body, dancing, right? So those are things that I definitely want to continue to incorporate and have a good time with in my future events. But, um, I give them a guide. We have our journals, we have our notepads, we have our pens, we have a blanket, nice and cozy blanket. And then we have a picture of our younger self and we speak to the younger self and we ask them certain questions that I had on my, you know, notebook and we share some were very fearlessly willing to share their experience or some of their personal trauma. And we kind of talk about it as a collective and then we release it together through the end of our time. And so, um, it was mostly having a conversation. Um, but it was also, you know, 
uh, a time for a guided meditation, which was in the middle. And then I had my sound bowl that I use to kind of help with the sound healing. So I kind of incorporated sound healing in that, which is a certain frequency that gets into our cells. It's the bowl, right? The, yes. That you ring around. Yes. Oh yes. Um, and so, and again, I'm not certified in, in this. Uh, it's just something that I personally love to do, but I definitely would love that in the future. Um, but this is just something that has been uh, like, I don't like to say hobby, but you know, just something that I, pers- yeah, a passion of mine. Yeah. And I really wanted to translate that to the people that were willing to listen, you know? And, um, so it went really, really well. And I had people, um, other, uh, women entrepreneurs, um, I had around 10 of them also be there to kind of just, um, in the wealth and the health and wellness space as attendees or like as vendors, as vendors to just come and support and help facilitate these women's journeys in the health and wellness space. Wow. I mean, that's, that's amazing. I personally have gone through a similar event like that only once in my life. It was wow. in my freshman year in college. Mm-hmm. It was called the men's retreat. Ooh, yeah. I like that. It was it was great. Like That's I, it, cool. it was only twenty five bucks for 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 Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We went to a cabin in the what? Uh, yeah a cabin That's in the mountains. So reasonable. Yeah, and you know we went through so many different exercises that kind of like was energy healing, trauma healing, like processing. Wow. Like that was one of the most eye opening weekends I've ever had in my life, and. You know, looking back at it, I would I would love to have that opportunity again. Absolutely. Not not just to like, you know, not not just to participate in it, but to even like be part of it, you know, to allow others to do it is just I don't know how to do it. And yeah. for you to just explain how you did it is, is very motivating. You know, it's very Thank inspiring you. and yeah. definitely I feel like people need to give themselves that time mm-hmm. you know because 60 minutes is very graceful like it's yes. nothing you know no. like it's yeah. not enough time. exactly it is not enough time you know right right I and agree. you know for that to just be like the spark mm-hmm. of like this huge fire that i think is lighting inside of you and you yes. realize wow this like this is it yes absolutely you know? like i know that a training is is something that i love to do it's it's amazing and i haven't given it up even though i have this other job i i genuinely love doing it but I know that it's nothing, it's not something that I'll be doing forever. And so I'm looking for that forever, like career, like forever passion, you know? And as I continue to do events like this, it becomes, like I said, more crystal clear, more obvious. Um, and as I get older, I'm realizing, you know, I need to get a little bit more into my spirituality, you know? And I know that that's something that I have to do and, and just to share and to be that vessel for other people, you know? So, um, even though I have to also make money and, you know, have like a home and a place for my daughter and I, like, I feel like, you know, it will always happen. And it always does, you know, it's the universe is going to align you and, you know, when you're ready. Yeah. You know, I mean, unfortunately some, some of these things take time, you know, but like what, what, what separates the success you know with failures is the is the actual like attempt and energy that you're putting in and you keep trying to put in absolutely you know and i think that's definitely falls under your sense of discipline as well for yeah. you to continue doing this you know absolutely i think that failure is the success in it yeah. i feel like that is why we're well, 
were so, you know, eager to be better. And you know what I mean? Because without failing, we'd never, we'd never know. Yeah. I'm I'm a strong believer that failures are some of like the best lessons in life. Yeah. But the best teachers in life. For sure. But it really does depend on the person. Yeah. You know, because it's very easy to just dwell on it. You can go two ways. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You could take the high road or you can, you know, take, or I would say a high vibrational road or you can take the low vibrational road. You know, you can take a frequency that you're going to be like, hey, you know what? Things happen to me. Um, I'm going to make the best out of the situation. Sometimes, you know, things don't work out and just say affirmations to help reframe the perspective, right? Or you can take the low vibrational, you know, route, the road and just say, hey, you know what? Like, you know, this person, they're out to get me. Like, you know, no accountability, right? You're blaming everybody else. Um, so I feel like just... Um, taking the high road is so hard sometimes, but just understanding that, you know, what's for you is going to come to you. You know, it's not going to go to anybody else, you know? Um, and I have to constantly remind myself about that too, especially in business. It's it's so nasty in business. I feel, um, a lot of people are not who they say they are. Yeah. So it's a dog eat dog world sometimes. They are. Uh, some people don't have ethics, business ethics. Um, and so when I, I'm starting to really see that as I move into this space of entrepreneurship and, you know, it's disheartening and, you know, if you're not careful, you can, it can leak onto you, you know? Um, but, you know, I think just reminding yourself, you have to stay true to who you are and, you know, you have to hold integrity and ethics in your business. Um, that's all you can do. And through time, you're going to win because you're holding true to that. And the people who are just putting a facade on, they're going to get lost in the storm. People are going to find out, you know, yeah. they're, the mass is going to unveil and they're going to be like, this person is not who they've been saying they are. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, I don't even, karma always gets people. And I'm, I'm a huge yeah. believer of karma as well. I mean, it's just, it's what you mentioned, how, you know, the energy you put out in the world is, is reflected back to you. Absolutely. You know, that's why the people... It's a mirror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, and that totally explains why you are finding the group that you have because yeah. you're being authentic with your energy that you're putting out. Absolutely. So that it's it's coming back to you. Right. You know, and it's it's very difficult to take the high, the high frequency road. Yes. You know, but <laughs> like, you know, that's when growth, maturity, and, you know, just stability of not just your like your mind but also your emotions yes. and your your spirituality comes in you know mm-hmm, definitely. and definitely that's something that i know that it has become a priority for you too is mm-hmm. spirituality you know absolutely so like is there any like was there any moment in your life where you realized that's something that you wanted to focus more on you know i i didn't really start getting into spirituality until 2021 maybe um and it was like it was something that I had mentioned to my best friend at the time. I said, Hey, you know, did you hear about this? I think I saw something on uh, YouTube about a podcast of somebody who was getting into spirituality or awakening. And then all of a sudden I started seeing one, 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 you know, the in angel numbers. And so I told my best friend and she's like, Oh, that means you're, you know, awakening. And I said, Oh, that's interesting. You know, I didn't know that that was, you know, and then just, I think the curiosity that I carry as a, just a, <laughs> a soul, I was just like, Oh, what is this? Like, this is something new. Like, and you know, I have always been very curious, even in um, college, I did like a report on, you know, um, how like the universe works and just how we die and you know, why we die. And just, so I did dive into it. I was always just very curious of what the hell happens to us when we die. And I think that's just how the baseline even started as to like, 
how I got into spirituality. I was like, what is the meaning of life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, why are we here? Like, this is so ghetto, you know? Yeah. And then when I started, you know, talking to my best friend and then she had another friend who was really into it and we had this big talk. I remember just a light like ignited in my soul. Like I felt it. It was just like, oh shit, like she's talking about Nirvana and their crystals and, you know, energy charging. And I'm like, this is a world that I can get really lost in, but also find myself in. And so I think just having that epiphany, I was like, I need more, you know? And I was also on the discovery of self and I was like, well, cool. Like, you know, I'm on my self-discovery and I'm learning about spirituality and, you know, I'm building a community of people who also like this. Like, let's just see where this goes. And so I started doing my own research and then my dad gave me a book of crystals because um, he saw that I was getting into it. So just people were just like, they were like, here, you know? And I felt like that was just a sign from the universe. Like, hey, keep like, doing it. Keep, keep doing going. it. Yeah. Keep going. Like, you're on alignment now. Like, finally, she's back. <laughs> like, she took, she took a, you know, a drive to the right, but now she's back on her road. So I felt like it was a great sign. And then everything just started clicking and happening in my business. And uh, that's another great sign that you're in alignment when things just start happening for you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was really started with those angel numbers. And then I was like, okay. And then after a while, after you're done awakening, you start to see other numbers like 777-888-444, so on and so forth. What does 444 mean? So it's like your angels, your spirit guides are around you. Um, they're in support of what you're doing. Got it. Um, wow. So 444 is a really popular one. Yeah. Um, 111 is that you're awakening. I'm not too sure about all of them. Um, I know 888 is financial. Um, financial abundance is coming. Um, 999, I believe, is like a new cycle. Um, one chapter ends and a new one begins. Like change is coming? Yeah. We're, change is kind of like the five. Five, five. is like oh, change okay. is coming. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm and just asking three, three, three is like right path, I think. Right path? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like all in depth of all of them. So I kind of know most of them, but not all of them by heart. Yeah. Yeah. The reason why I asked about 444 was because, you know, lately in my in my first season of podcast, I sat down with, with someone who kind of like, got, like we talked about angel numbers. Oh, okay. Because I never really noticed them before mm. that, like before they essentially that conversation. Oh, okay. And then I started seeing a lot of them. And then I remember the day I released my second season premiere for the podcast, I saw 444 everywhere. Cool. So it was just like a weird, wow. like, it's just a, it was just a weird awareness of like, wow. Yeah, that's awesome. That, yeah, your guides were there supporting that. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, I it's just, it's, you know, as you said, sometimes, you know, like you just have to keep going and yes. eventually like it's going to align. Yes. And it's so tricky how, I love the word that you said where, when you go into spirituality, you can, you know, it's, you can easily get lost, but you could also find clarity. Yes. It just, it, just, it all depends on your journey, you know? Absolutely. And I think at times I used spirituality as a crutch um, and I used it as a scapegoat to take no accountability for things that I was doing when I should have. Um, I'm very self-aware, but I tend to you know, not like take too much accountability sometimes. I mean, you're human. So yeah. we're always I mean, I'm just like, oh no, that, you know, but it wasn't until like, I realized that actually my boyfriend was like, Hey, you're kind of using this as like a crutch. Like, I'm not sure if you see this right now. And I'm like, no, I don't, you know, like kind of getting defensive. Yeah. So how would you, how would you use it as a crutch though? So I would just get like, I would like 
get lost in it. So I would just blame like, oh, this is happening because uh, the stars, the Pluto is in this A type. retrograde. Yeah, is in oh, retrograde. Okay. And you know, these things, not knowing or not, not, not even not knowing, but not realizing like, hey girl, like uh, it's because you were lazy that day and you didn't sign the contract and now the contract, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> it was, it had nothing to do with the, you know, I mean, it could have been it like, so then I realized Yes, the this we were in retrograde at the time, um, and that just brings out right um, the things that we didn't get done. But ultimately, it's on you. You yeah. know, you hold the power to that, but it amplifies when we're in retrograde. I like that. Yeah, so it's you know, I think people. That's what I was doing. I was just like not taking accountability and blaming it on the universe for things happening to me. Um, instead of being like, uh, you just didn't do it, girl, because you were tired. Your stomach probably hurt that day or whatever, yeah. you know? So. Wow. I mean, that's a really interesting concept of like accountability with the spirituality because, yes. you know, that's something that we talked, I talked to you about before this, before our recording was, you know, like you are a health and wellness coach. You know, you specifically told me not like, don't put you as a personal trainer. Right. And it makes so much sense because, you know, personal trainer is very limiting mm -hmm. to just a physical body. But what yes. is really important is not just a physical health, like not just physical fitness, but mm -hmm. spiritual fitness. Yes. You know, like the ability to to be aware of these outside forces and energies that mm -hmm. are amplifying your decisions, but to not rely or like to take accountability of yes. what's going on. Absolutely. I feel like, um, you know, what I do is on the physical side, and I know we chatted about this before, but, you know, overall wellness is everything. It is spiritual, it is physical, it is emotional, and it's financial, in my personal opinion. And I would love to be a coach that tackles that all. And I feel like I'm getting to that point of being a coach and being, you know, a mentor to women who we tackle all of those topics, you know, whether they come to me and they're having the worst day ever, or they're having the best day ever, or they just got a divorce or they want a lot, they, they made a lot of money that day. Um, you know, like I'm here to listen. I'm here to be a vessel. And, you know, I think that over time, that's just something that I would love to cover in all areas of that because I do believe that that's what health and wellness is. It's every category under that, you know? So, um, that's definitely something that, um, I think doesn't get like looked into when you're a personal trainer. Cause you're also like a therapist, right? Yeah. So there's so many, you know, it, it is limiting name, but that's why I don't like it very much. Yeah. I mean, I totally see why. And also it's very much the metaphor of wellness and and health is that everything is connected right you know like yeah yes you could be physically you know in shape you know you could have a six-pack but are you mentally like Absolutely. you know like stable are you emotionally intelligent 100 percent, and i think that's one of the issues that i have with the the bodybuilding space is that there's so many people who i see physically fit and healthy but I know that they're taking steroids or that they're really like unhealthy on the inside. They're using and abusing drugs. You know what I mean? But they're coaches to help you get better. And so that's like something that scares me is that, you know, you have a coach who uses drugs and does all this other stuff. Like, like 
I believe that when you're a health and wellness coach, you have to embody that. You know, you have to be that. I mean, authenticity person. is power. Yeah. Yeah, especially with coaching. Yeah. And so it just mind boggles me when, you know, you get these coaches who just are the complete opposite, but put a facade on saying that, you know, they're all about health, they're all about fitness, but behind the scenes, they're doing the complete opposite. And so that does kind of irritate me in some ways. However, um, again, staying true to just being yourself, being authentic and embodying everything that you say you are um, and that you say you're going to do and being impeccable with your word. And I think like following those key elements really helps push your business forward. Yeah. I, you know, and in terms of the way you implement, you know, spirituality with, with your how do you like to call the people you, you work with? Your clients? Yeah, clients. Your, your yeah. clients, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in terms of your clients, you know, what are some, I guess... I guess you could say friends, too, because they become friends. As, but, as they yeah, should, clients, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, so, like, you know, in terms of spirituality, like, what are some ways you know that you've learned? What are some ways you've learned that women have been able to empower this idea of not just physical fitness, but spiritual fitness? You know, I think that they have all been through something as much as anybody else. We've all been through shit. We've all gone through the ringer. Um, We've all have pain in our hearts, you know, but I feel like they come to me in a very vulnerable like place and through their vulnerability, I get vulnerable and I share stories about my personal journey and then the connection begins and a bond starts to form. And I think that through our conversations and through them feeling amazing after the workout, we're able to come to this like different level of appreciation for one another. Um, and it's not very said, but it's a feeling that I can feel like I, that I know it's a knowing inside. Yeah. And so I feel like they aren't always spiritual. I don't get a lot of like too many, too many spiritual clients like that just come from me for that. But I do have quite a few who we do tackle and, you know, um, share our spiritual journeys and stories with, which I'm super grateful for. But, um, and I'm hoping after the podcast I get even more because I love having them with me. Um, but we talk more just about our mental and just our physical health as well. So um, I think, you know, covering all of those areas together is really important and something that we do um, in my personal practice. Yeah. I mean, so when it comes to, you know, the way coaches and teachers function with people that they're working with, you know? Yeah. Like life, age is, I don't, I think age is almost irrelevant in in comparison to experience. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. You know, especially in experience. Because some people, like someone who's 12 years old and lives in a third world country and like it's war torn, like it can be so much more experience in life than someone who's lived very comfortably in a first world country, you know, like has always gotten everything they wanted, you know? Absolutely. So in terms of the way you function as a, as a leader, as well as a teacher and stuff, like, you know, I assume your daughter being a mother is Mm -hmm. one way that you've used as like a tool Mm -hmm. to teach others. But like, what are some other ways you, like, what are some other, I guess, energies that you pull that lead you to kind of helping guide these other people? Well, you know, I feel like this is something that I, I, need to do more often and I don't do enough, but I used to do a lot. And it's just meditating and just kind of going within because I pull that energy from just being still um, to kind of recharging. 
Um, and also it's hard in the winter time. And I guess that's just something that I have to like move through because in the winter time, I notice that I'm way more like depressed and just not feeling myself because the sun's not out. I'm usually at the beach. I'm usually out in the sun and I'm not getting that vitamin D that I'm used to. So I recharge with that as well. Mm. So I try to pull energies from the earth and just from within. So when I'm not able to get into those spaces or do those things, um, like as of recently, right, the sun hasn't been out and I've been really busy. So those two uh, recharging tools that I use haven't been, you know, very available for me. So it's been the cause of some of my health problems, I believe, um, because, you know, we are our own healer. You know, we are our own, you know, doctors in a sense of just healing our own bodies and ourselves um, and our mind is so powerful. And so when I'm not able to use the earth's elements to heal, that really does hinder my ability to help other women um, because my energy levels are low. And so I've noticed that recently. Um, and so I'm very excited that the sun is out now and more often and mm -hmm. that I'll be able to get to the beach and do more of the things that I needed to do. And then I also readjusted my schedule so I have more days off. Um, so I feel like finding things um, that I know right in my toolbox that I need for myself in order to be happy and just making sure that they're constantly there, um, no matter what. So I feel like I, like I mentioned back to the question, just recharging through the earth's elements and also through meditation is something that helps me recharge and get my ladies, um, the help and the encouraging energy that they need. Yeah, I mean, envir environment definitely plays a big part with like, yes. you know, like, and I'm always inside the gym. So it's hard to really get the full like, yeah. you know, ideally, where would you like to, to like run your program, you know, when it comes yeah. you know, to training? You know, that's a great question. And I haven't really thought about it too much. However, I always see myself by the beach, like I see myself by the sand. And so I don't know, I think over time, like God willing, I'll be able to move myself to a place that has those things, whether that be in Orange County, whether that be in Hawaii, whether that be in Costa Rica, right? Things that support everything that, you know, I am, um, because I do know that I need a community of spiritual, healthy, and there's a plenty of that out there. So um, you know, I, I do believe that I'll be by the beach, hopefully in, yeah, I mean, with my business. You gotta manifest it, you know? <laughs> yes. Putting yeah. that out there. I just love the warmth. So it can't be anywhere cold. I know that for sure. <laughs> like, uh-uh. <laughs> so in terms of, you know, um, where eventually you see yourself going, you know, you, you mentioned about this, um, health and wellness event, you know, yeah. that eventually it's going to, you know, like manifest into its own thing yeah but i also um i do remember you also participated in something called a baddie boot camp yes yes oh what my is god that? yeah so that was actually in 2020 i did baddie boot camp oh the name it just it just brings me back um <laughs> i thought that was a great name at the time it's still fun you know um but it was actually just the same thing. It was uh, a group of women in the health and wellness space. I grabbed a couple entrepreneurs at the time. Uh, I had no idea how to throw an event. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do this. I'm going to reach out to the connections that I have and see if they'd be interested in doing something like this. I remember it being outside of my client's house. She was like, you could have it here. Like throw it outside the house. Um, you'll be fine. 
So I um, bought everybody mats. Um, I bought everybody towels and I bought uh, everybody water bottles and we had uh, a workout session and then um, they were able to purchase from the vendors that I had at the time. So there was, I think like only five, um, but there was a DJ there and it was just like a feel good health and women entrepreneurship event highlighting, um, the boot camp that I was hosting. So yeah, it was like, so that one was like super long ago. It was humble beginnings. Um, and then I hosted another one. Uh, it was the same thing, but into a bigger scale. Um, and then I had 10 to 15, I believe vendors, um, at uh, a gym that I was working at. They allowed me to host it there. And so that's how the body bootcamp kind of translated to, um, you know, the heal and flow, which is yeah. very similar, but now it is just spiritual along with, you know, the inner child healing, um, along with the flow. So it's really, what I love about it is that the event itself has evolved with yeah. me. Yeah. It's like the body bootcamp was like the rough draft, you know, yeah, like it walks it really, so that this can run. I love that. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, it did. Um, the name's just is so funny to me. I thought at the time that would translate well, um, which I get some ways it did. I even made these crazy cameo videos. Like we were one time we went, it was outside. It was just all like these, like it was sexy, you know what I mean? And, and then it moved into another like crazy beach video, you know what I mean? And then now this other one, I'm just like all in my spiritual element, you know? So I think it's just such a testament and I appreciate everyone who's really supported those because they've come along on this journey of my own self-discovery. And I hope that, you know, that it translates well to them and that they're also evolving with me. And so, yeah, I think it was just, it was so crazy how it kind of has trans like all unfolded in this way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's really cool that you already have three, uh, three events under your belt Yeah, and they're constantly evolving, mm -hmm. you know? So I guess when it comes to this next event that you plan on doing, like yes. what are, is there anything you're mindful of that you want to add, you know, incorporate or maybe even like change a little bit on it? Yeah. You know, I was really happy with this event. Um, I think I could reach out a little bit more to some of my influencer friends to just get the words word out a little bit more. Um, I think that's going to be really important. Um, but other than that, I guess just, you know, making, maybe having more sound bowls, um, and then, um, hiring somebody who does Reiki too, um, to come in and be a part of the journey. Um, and just having more spiritual, um, vendors there, uh, is probably something I would change, um, this next time around. And I'm super excited about, um, and the budget is getting a little bit bigger for it. So I'm really happy about that. So I think that that's something that can happen. Um, and also it's going to be at a different location. So the one that I'm looking at right now, um, it might be in Beverly Hills in like a backyard. Um, so I'm really excited for that more earthy, feeling. Yeah. Um, I think that's what it was really missing in the first heal and flow. And so, um, I remember even apologizing to the girls that were there because people were making smoothies cause you know, it's a gym. So, and I didn't, I couldn't afford to get like a room or a studio. So it was just like, okay, this is it. This is all I could afford, but I really want to host it. And luckily people were super like supportive and they were just like, no, like it's fine. But just also the perfectionist in me was like, just my eyeballs are popping like out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think those are some of the shifts that will be happening um, and I'll be making in the near future for the new one. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really cool that you're also able to firsthand, like since you are, you know, not just 
you're not just hosting this, but you're also documenting it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're almost like looking at game footage, you know, like, yes. all right, like, like, what are some things that worked? What are some things that could yeah, like, do better? Absolutely. And it is a little bit more difficult because it's just me and I don't have like a team doing it. Like everything that you see with the goodie bags, with this, is me and my daughter helping. Like she's throwing things in the bag. You know what I mean? So it's really just like me, like doing everything, which I do not mind because I try to make it as easy as possible for myself. Um, so I can be in a better headspace moving forward. Um, and I did have sponsors in the last one and I don't think I'm going to have sponsors in this one. Um, maybe a couple, but not as many as I had, because I had some issues with some in the past, just like communication wise. But I feel like other than that, I think like, It'll be good. It, it always works out, let me tell you. People are going to be there who are meant to be there. So um, I'm excited for that. When That's is it. this next one? So I'm hoping that it's going to be sometime in like late May, early June, um, just because I still need to get everything ready with like my other job that I have. Yeah. Um, but I have been looking really deep into it. So I'm hoping that it's going to be around there. So in about a month and a half or two. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. So I'm excited. So in terms of like, you know, your spirituality as well, do you use any other channels, you know, in ter- like when it comes to just getting more in touch with yourself? Yeah. So I love astrology, um, tarot cards, sound healing, um, and psychics. Okay. <laughs> Those are my um, channels that I love and that I lean on. Um, and tarot cards are probably the one that I use the most um, because I even find myself when I'm in business decisions, um, getting my tarot deck out, shuffling them, setting my intentions, asking the question to my um, higher self and to my spirit guides and them giving me the exact answers that I need to know. Um, and I feel like for me, that has been the greatest gift because I second guess myself often, but just this inner knowing that my higher self is really helping facilitate and guide this. I'm, I just know that this is what needs to happen or what avenue I need to go down. Um, and so the tarot cards are something that I use more. The sound healing is something that is some is new to me. Um, I haven't been using it as much. However, I have implemented, like I mentioned in my, uh, heal and flow events, but it is so powerful. And so the sound healing is, helps regenerate certain cells in our bodies. Um, it's been known to also like help kill cancer cells. And so I feel like through, and then it goes through different parts of our chakra. So mine is the one in note C and that helps with the root chakra. So helps ground, keep you more solid. Um, and there's different ones that you can use to help your chakras realign. Wow. So I really love that one to help bring me back. Um, when I'm feeling anxious or just tired or just like, you know, my nerves are kind of striking. Like I just hope that really helps bring me back to my body. Um, and then astrology is something that I really love using because it is just kind of one of those things that is great reassurance. I guess when you're going through something, you're like, oh, you know, um, we're in retrograde right now, or, you know, this is like my certain cycle that I have. So this is why things are happening to me. Um, and it's so freakishly, freakishly accurate at times. Um, I use the pattern app to really help like guide me through certain cycles. Cause I'm not an astrologist. Um, but 
they kind of dumb it down for me, um, which is super helpful. And um, I really love that app. So if you're looking for one, that's a good one. And what's what's it called again? The Pattern. The Pattern? Pattern app, oh, yeah. Just Pattern app? Yeah, Pattern okay. app. Got it. Um, and that one's really good. And it sends you alerts too. So it's just like, hey. And then you can like sync with people. So if like, you know, someone's like, you know, you're in a fight with somebody. You're just like, this person wanted to confront you. Or, you know, just silly stuff. Damn. But yeah, it's just super cool. And then um, I also go to psychics on occasion when I'm like, lost i'm just like okay the tarot cards aren't working the sound bowl's not working i need something a little heavier like that's good like a human to tell me like okay look at your spirit guides are telling you this so um there's actually one that um i found in pasadena um her name's omika and she's super super good um and she's more towards like our uh, spirit guides so she communicates with them through her i believe it's clairvoyancy and clairaudiency so clairvoyancy is uh, a person who can see um, and gets like images. And then clairaudience is somebody who hears through like just their ears. They hear their spirit guides or whatever telling them something. And wow. so she had expressed to me certain things that she wanted me to hear about myself and about my journey, um, giving me that reassurance that I really needed. So those are kind of my channels that I use. <laughs> Yeah, it's so interesting how you mentioned tarot cards because I've only recently learned about them, like literally in the past year, you know? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, one of my friends actually got some tarot cards uh-huh. and he's read mine once mm -hmm. and it was like, it, it was interesting. I, right. You know, like it was, there is a weird coincidence, mm -hmm. you know, that that came from that yeah i think you have to just take what resonates with you i mean not everything um is going to resonate but i feel like when it does then you just have to take that with a grain of salt you know and when it doesn't so um you know some people are very skeptical of it and i can understand i completely get it um but I just feel like when you know, you know, and when you're feeling that intuition really guiding you, that's what I believe is your higher self. And so um, anytime you're making a decision, really ask your gut, like, hey, like, or your higher self, like, is this the right move? Is this something that is in alignment with myself, you know, and my higher self? So uh, the deeper you can get into that, the better. Uh, so how long have you been using tarot cards? Um, I would say I started getting really into it within the last year or so. Um, and that's something that I implement, um, pretty much. I used to do it every, like every week. Um, but now I do it here and there. I haven't done it as much. And again, back to the schedule, um, that I have been having recently, it's just been like all work and no, you know, play at all really for me. Um, so I'm hoping that this month I could get back into everything that I've been, you know, um, like diving into like my passions for spirituality i'm really making that more of an effort this month so especially with all of the health problems that i've been having i'm just like girl you need to start getting back and meditating and healing within because this ain't it you know what i mean like i had to take more time off this month because of my health and so i'm just like this is not it we got to get back so yeah so when it comes to the tarot cards, um, from my understanding of it, there is almost like a deck of cards that each have a symbol and the symbol means something, right? Right. Yes. So you, I have, um, like, I don't know all of them by heart. So I have my booklet and then I get my, you know, cards out. I lay three out. You can have more than that. Um, 
you can have like a deck and you can put like seven on there and then, you know, you open, you turn the card over and then it could be like, you know, the past, present, future, what you need to work on, what you need to do. So, right. So you have it in that layout and then you pull one out and then whatever that card means, if it's in the place of the past, right, you'll look at that and that card will mean something that has happened in the past, right? So it's also the way that you lay your cards out. That's really important. Um, even more important is the intention and the energy that goes behind it. But um, I feel like that's really kind of the basis of it, just making sure you're cleansing your deck too um, and then having them in a place where, you know, is easy for you to understand, okay, this is the past, this is the present, this is the future, so on and so forth, and then turning it over and then identifying which card it resonates with that. God, yeah, my, my friend always uh, talks about having to cleanse his deck as well. Yes, especially if you use it on somebody else, you definitely want to you know, cleanse it first before you start. I always cleanse mine, um, all the time because even my old energy is different than my new energy and you don't want it to like get it mixed up. Do you, do you ever like read other people's cards? Um, I do. So I, I read like one of my friends at the Heal and Flow event. Um, and she really resonated with a lot of it. Um, but I don't do it like as I, a, like a party, like trick, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just, I don't bring it with me all the time. I don't really share it. And I feel like this is really the first podcast that I've been on that I'm able to share and express some of the things that I do because even my family, they're just like, oh, that's super witchy. Like, um, oh, are you into like some of your witch stuff? So like, I still get like backlash from them of just like, you know, they think it's kind of weird, um, or they don't really understand. Like my mom's just like, okay, you know, like that's interesting, you know? Yeah. Um, but nothing to the extent of like, you know, true like support other than my dad, which is really interesting because he gave me that book crystals, but, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, spirituality, like you mentioned, you know, it's definitely something that we're out of touch with now, like mm -hmm. in modern society. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Like it's almost a privilege to be able to dive into your spirituality have the time for it yeah you know, have the space for it Absolutely. have the opportunity to like look do into it and it's kind of it's kind of sad because yeah like you mentioned you know with the psychic sometimes you have to go to outside sources but yeah you know if you're but if you're able to you could just be your own guide absolutely i mean you are essentially right like what I've learned in my spiritual journey is that you know every instead of looking like outside of you, you have to look within. That's where it begins. That's where the healing starts and that's where the answers are. So instead of, you know, looking at all of these other religions or out of all of these other devices, right? Like just start going within more and finding, you know, what's like bothering you or what's the trauma that's you're holding in. Cause I even remember having this meditation session and I was just shaking and there are certain areas, if you look close and enough, you can feel like they're in your uterus or they're in your neck or in, and these are all parts of the chakra that, you know, start to get unaligned. And I noticed that my root chakra was like spazzing out. And I was just like, because at that time I was like really stressed. So, I mean, we have the answers within us, you know, it's just, are we ready to listen and are we willing to listen? And are we also ready to do something about it? Because that plays a huge role as well. It's also on how you do it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because personally, you know, I feel like I have been in this journey of like spiritual awakening. Love that. However, 
I have been using substances to kind of mm-hmm. help enhance and hone in that energy. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's not always a, it's not a bad thing. Like it's not nothing to be ashamed of, I feel, or not saying that you are, but like some people can see it that way or just like, Oh, like I'm doing this to like open my third eye or my penal gland or whatever. But truly like, you know, you don't need any of it. I had heard like a story of someone going to ayahuasca and then they, um, smoked weed before they went, you know, thinking that it was going to give them this be- like better experience. Right. Because they were going to be so like, you know, in another, Euphoric, yeah. Like, yeah. But when you go into ayahuasca, the, they call it the mother. Right. Mm-hmm. And she was upset at the fact that he came to her with this other substance in him. And she gave him like a really bad experience with ayahuasca because he came and he wasn't pure. He played himself. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, so. also, especially when it comes to ayahuasca, like, you know, it's it's very delicate because, you know, there's, it's, if you're going to do the actual, tr- like, the ritual, there's, mm-hmm. like, the certain diet that you need yeah. to also be in before right. the ritual, you know, like, just to yes. prepare your body for it because, like, the ritual is meant to enhance your soul and your mind mm-hmm. and your, you know, but sometimes your body is not in yep. the same space, you know, Absolutely. to receive that. Yep, a hundred percent. Yeah, like I definitely see. Like, I have not really personally found much enlightenment outside of the use of these substances. Interesting. Like, but that's just a pattern I notice about myself. Mm-hmm. You know, like in terms of like, like introspection, like marijuana is probably one of my one of the tools that surprisingly is gives me like some of the best epiphanies in my life Hmm. which is weird yeah you know because like i like there's moments where i'm by myself i'm i'm like driving or i'm listening to music i'm just in peace right not really overthinking yeah and it's almost like this indirect meditation i'm doing i'm just letting my thoughts come and flow god you know not really that's super interesting yeah and and i've come across the like crazy mind-blowing epiphanies that you is know, it I, I wonder if it's just because you're more relaxed because what i've realized is that a substance enhances what we already are so what you already are could be that introspective person but through society and through the filter like through everything that you know maybe life throws on you you're able to relax now that you're in that the substance and wow. so, because I have the opposite effect of you, I mm. get extremely anxious when I smoke weed. So I know then, and I heard this in a podcast, it was like, it was like, well, it's just pulls everything that's in you and it brings it to light and into surface. Yeah, I mean, it enhances your and senses. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so it's not so much that, you know, and it's suppressed, like, cause I've suppressed the anxiety cause I'm like a high functioning anxious person. Yeah. And so when you realize when it, that, when I realized and had that experience, I'm like, oh, well, maybe this sounds like something that has happened to you. Cause I feel like if, you know, you took the time to meditate and have that peace within yourself and were able to relax, maybe you would be more introspective on the fly. You know yeah, what I mean? And I not have to like, rely. Wait until, yeah. Yeah. Rely on that. That's wow. I've, you just blew my mind right now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, cause personally, I don't feel like I'm an anxious person, you know, mm-hmm. and which is weird because there's, you know, I'm not an anxious person, but I've experienced anxiety, mm. but I'm not sure if it's like the anxiety that's consistent that some people, you know, always experience in everyday life. Right. Or they're just anxiety attacks. 
Mm. You know, like just because like it's not it's not consistent. There's just these random moments in my life where I felt extremely overwhelmed. My body convinced myself that I was in danger mm. and that, you know, it was freaking out and there was nothing I could have done to like to really relax it. It had to take actual time. Got it. And like, you know, controlling my breathing. Right, right. Yeah. And you know, that's something I and I also have like a sickness, you know, um a disease that has enhanced this anxiety in me because mm-hmm. whenever i feel pain before like there's been moments where like you know i'll have flare-ups and the pain that it'll give me would leave me like immobile mm. like i wouldn't be able to move i wouldn't be able to walk you know and yeah. i'll have to go to the er and they're very unpleasant and traumatic experiences uh-huh. so yeah 100 yeah there's been times where like i will like i'll feel pain and like you'll get anxious i'll be like is is, is this it is it gonna get worse is, is it gonna get worse and usually you know I would use marijuana as a form for anti anti-inflammatory but also just to like like just calm yeah. myself down. Yeah. And it's so interesting how it affects everybody differently. Totally. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. No, I mean I and I think for most people it does what it's supposed to do. <laughs> I think just for me it's, you know, just I yeah. I've but had I, my I, personal and bad experiences yeah. with it. So. I've heard a lot of people who have experienced what you do though. Like, yeah. you know like it's 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 really unfortunate cuz like you know, at least when it, in terms of marijuana, it's given me really like, you know, it's enhanced my life, you know, like, it, like it really does. Like, I, 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 I've been very introspective with seeing like, how does the use of it affect my life? Is it more mm-hmm. negative and more positive? Right. And like, I try to be, I try to be the most real. I try not to yeah. be subjective mm-hmm. and objectively, I really do believe it's giving me more positive impact, but like, I, it's also led for me to realize like I'm just very fortunate that mm. th- those chemicals affect me the way it does because totally. it doesn't give everybody this feeling. It doesn't give everybody right. this, like these abilities to have like epiphanies and like relax, you know, so right. people, it literally causes anxiety attacks. Yeah. But I, I do think that that's more on me, you know? And, and I think that I have to heal my inner self and just continue to work on my breathing and my thoughts because they overwhelm me. And not that long ago, I had a panic attack and I was like, oh my God, like I, I just, because of the, my health, you know, that I'm like, oh my God, what if I'm going to die? You know what I mean? Like you have all these like emotions just overwhelming when something happens to you. And I feel like that was stressing me out. You know what I mean? And so we can not only heal ourselves, but in the, in the opposite effect, we can kill ourselves through our thoughts. And I think just having that realization of our thoughts are so powerful and, you know, you have two choices, you know, you can either heal or you can kill yourself in in that way. It's a high frequency or a low frequency road. Exactly. And, you know, and I was choosing the low frequency road. And, you know, it's just like until you have that breaking point of that anxiety attack, you're like, girl, you need to get it together. Like, you really do. Like, you're, you know, you have to embody this, understand the pain that it's causing you. And then how do we move through this? Get your tool, uh, your, your toolbox out, find the tools that you need, and let's get to work. You know what I mean? So I've been trying to take more time to just sleep and give my body the rest that it needs. Um, but after I do that, it's like, I'm ready to take my power, take my power back, you know, and get back into the shape that I know that I can be in and get my health back, eat better. I'm on a new diet because I'm allergic to certain things now. So, you know, making those adjustments and not letting those adjustments come and take over me, you know? I mean, that definitely, it's also, I think self-discipline plays a part into that, you know, Mm -hmm. because, 
it is difficult to go through big changes, you know, mm-hmm. especially if they're voluntarily. Right. You know, like right. it's, it's, it's almost like entrepreneur, like some, some things don't require, some things don't have a deadline. Right. At least not that you know of, you know, 100%. And, yeah, and, and that's when health comes in, you know, because yeah. if, if you start to really focus on like what is affecting your body mm-hmm. and, and hindering it from it, you know, reaching its highest potential absolutely mm-hmm. like it's you have to be very mindful of, yes. of all these things not and it's a 24 it's a daily hour job practice it's a daily Literally, practice yeah. yeah it's like having a child yeah it's a 24 it's more than a 24 hour job it's 24 7 mm-hmm. you have to be mindful of it and yes it takes a really strong mind and strong will not just to not, not not just to be aware of it but to act on it absolutely yeah i think so many and then it goes back to my clients they just want a short fix and then when I give them a long-term long-term solution, they're like, oh, that sounds like a long time. And, and I'm just like, right there. That's and I'm just like, girl, well, yeah, like you need to make, you've been resting and you've been on, you know, chilling for 30 years. Like you got to pick it up. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, what do you mean? Like you don't need a, a day, a cheat day. You've been having 30 years of it. You know what I mean? Like you can sacrifice two to three years. Like, you know, and I'll never forget. I had this client who was just like, Oh, I don't see any cheat meals or rest days on here. And I'm just like, for what? Like, what do you, what do you need that for? Like you've been resting. Like I just said, you're playing catch up. Yeah. I'm like, you're behind baby girl. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, so it's just, it's like, I think they feel obligated, like they need it or that they're entitled to it. But when you abuse your health, you owe it, you know? And I think that there's this misconception of that. Yeah. I mean, it's just also the idea that everybody just wants a short-term quick fix. Absolutely. You know? And in terms of your body, in terms of your soul, in terms of your mental health and your emotional well-being, like none of these things are a quick fix. Yeah. None of them. Yeah. And it just takes a lot of time, but also like awareness to and do that. And it's sad because society is really leaning towards the quick fixes these days. Oh, like yeah. I saw one person getting a shot in her arm in Korea to slim her arm down. You know what I mean? Really? Yes. And then we're on this Ozempic, you know, kick right now with all the celebrities abusing the diabetic drug Ozempic um, for quick fat loss. Also BBLs and like laser surgery. Which, you know, like to each their own. Um, But, you know, just using these like really unhealthy short-term methods is scares me, you know, because even as a young woman, I remembered my friends being on diets in high school and getting ready for prom and us putting this wrap around our stomach and going um, on the track and running, you know what I mean? To like look good in our dresses or somebody's mom saying you need to be on the Atkins diet. Like, you know what I mean? Like at like 13, 14 years old. So like we are already, you know, as like women going to have these issues growing up. So it's just like, how do we confront them better more strategically and more effectively for our youth and ultimately so that we don't have these you know eating disorders or these insecurities and we can live a more healthy and you know prosperous like fulfilling life you know yeah that okay so you brought up something very interesting in terms of like you know how women learn like they're exposed to this at such a young age Mm -hmm. so in terms of your your coaching how do you tackle women of different experiences different ages yeah i think with the younger girls it's a little bit harder because they can't see it um because 
they've, they're in it, you know, and they're in this mentality of, you know, uh, I need to get a bigger butt. I get so many clients who come to me. I just want a BBL already, but I couldn't afford it. So I'm going to come here. And if I don't do it here, then I'm going to probably buy one. You know what I mean? And so I'm just like, okay, you know, so it's just like, I don't even think it's just the hard work. I think that that's where it stems from. They're not willing to put in the hard work. I don't think it is like people telling them that they have a flat ass, you know, it's themselves, first of all. And then it's just, they don't want to work hard for it because when I'm seeing them work, they're not putting in the most that I know that they could probably put in. You know what I mean? So it's not even an issue of, I think society just always kind of beating us down as well, even though at times, you know, it, 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 it very much is. I don't know. Like, I just feel like too, they're just all also not willing to put in the hard work. So I don't know. It's like a mix of both. I'm starting to realize. And, um, for my younger girls, like in like their like early twenties and like maybe 27, that's like super prominent. But when my older ladies, they just are ready to be healthy. Like they're just like, I just had a baby. So I just want to get back into being healthy again, you know? And so it's interesting to see those two perspectives of just like the younger you know, woman and then an older woman and seeing like, where's the in-between? There really isn't any, you know, it's just, it's weird. It's a weird dynamic. Yeah. I mean, you know, the fact that that's probably something that's also a challenge for people who are in your field is having to adapt for each person. Yeah. You know, cause absolutely. Cause you know, you're not just trying to adapt for you personally are not just trying to adapt to like, what, how do they work out? But also, how do they think and like how do they work like how are they in touch with themselves spiritually you know yeah and like pretty sure most likely the pattern is that these older women are more open and vulnerable compared to these younger women yeah yeah i would say that at it's a mix of both it depends on what happened to them trauma wise you know what i mean like if They've had a good experience um, with their weight or a bad experience with their weight. Um, I feel like a lot of negative self-talk is in both of them. Um, And their confidence is definitely low, right? Anybody who comes to me looking for training or, or looking to change because they're not happy with where they're at, you know? They're lacking that confidence or lacking that, like, you know, the ability to be, like, to feel sexy and to, like, you know, feel confident in their body. You know what I mean? So that's kind of the common denominator. And then it just fluctuates in that type of like headspace. Okay. So when you're, when you're accepting someone as a client, Mm -hmm. how does that process work with you? Yeah. So I, they fill out a form on my Instagram and then, um, I have a questionnaire that they answer and then I get back to them through the answers that they give me. Um, and then I'll message them back and then sometimes the people will just DM me and then I'll look at their profile just to make sure that they're, you know, actually, you know, who they say they are or just like have some pictures. Um, and then I'll message them back and then we'll kind of go through there. Um, I'll give them the price breakdown and you know what it looks like for the month. And then we go from there and then we usually meet. Um, I do more group sessions than anything else right now. Um, I'm going to be getting rid of my evening times, um, just because I'm getting really busy. So, um, the personal training slots are going to be more limited, but they will be open more towards, um, a group and, um, semi-private training. Okay. So do you eventually, cause you know, you just don't want to be a personal trainer. So eventually do you see yourself 
like owning a gym or you just want to have like a studio where you can have this heal and flow like almost yeah. a 24 seven program type of thing um you know i don't know i still haven't figured that out yet at, at times i'm like oh a studio would be great um but then when i really see everything that goes into that i'm just like i don't know if that's in alignment with what i want to do um so i feel like that's still up in the air and i kind of like that it's up in the air like that um because i'm not sure and i kind of um, I'm like stepping into that unknown, you know, I'm just moving each and every day with the right intention and hopefully with the right alignment and you know, whatever happens, happens. I definitely see traveling more in my future, um, and touching more people in that way, hopefully, but, and learning a lot more, of course, um, and, tr- and going into more shamanic journeys, um, and, uh, I w- really want to do like more retreats and stuff. So that seems like more like in my future. Um, but I can't even think that far ahead right now. Um, just because everything is, it changes every month for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that's a gift and a curse depending on who you are, right. you know, because if, I kind of like it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, in your case, I like it as well yeah. too, because, because you're not just, you're not just going for the flow, but you're at the process of honing in what you like, what you're good right. at. Right. I'm still, and I'm still discovering that. Yeah. And yeah. you're evolving compared yeah. to someone who same, might may have the same like thought of like, oh, I'm not exactly sure what I want to do. Right. But I'm not really doing much right now of like, of honing skills. Of course. Skills, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, so yeah. So like, yeah. It's, it's really two sides of a coin and mm-hmm. you're in a really good side where, you know, you have this opportunity of exploring you mm-hmm. know exactly what you want to do you don't have you don't have the set end journey right i mean you don't have the destination yeah but you have almost a clear journey yes and, and the journey is just like evolving what, yeah. you, what you're good at absolutely i definitely want to have a, an apartment that i can come back to in a house and you know all of those beautiful things but um, I think that's as far as I'll take it for now, you know, and then enjoy the journey, enjoy the people, because that's really where all the fun and ma- the magic happens, you know, and where all the life lessons, you know, start to really come to surface. And so, yeah, I mean, also just the concept of presence, you know, yes. like, do you, like, how are you with presence? Like, do you teach people that? Like, how, like yeah, what's your thought you know that? what? Um, I am always thinking of either the past or the future. So I have to remind myself, look at there's the present moment and we just have to stay present and be here and be still. Um, and I've learned that to be better at that over time, of course. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Being present is, you know, the present, you know what I mean? And I feel like the more we look, look at the past and the future, the more anxiety, right, we, we face. Because it's so, uncertainty. Yeah. yeah. So I just, I definitely have to remind myself to be more present, but I can always do a better job and so can everybody else. And so I'm not going to sit here and be like a guru of anything, but I'm human. I make mistakes. And so as long as I bring myself back, check myself, that's all I can really do. And I never give up. I just reset and restart and try again. And... In terms of, you know, you growing your knowledge base, you know, and like growing your portfolio of what you can offer people, is there any current, like, I, is there any current, like, almost certificates or any, yeah. anything you, you want to, like, Definitely. Soon? I definitely want to do a sound bowl, uh, be a sound bowl practi- practitioner. Um, that's something I do believe is in my near future. Um, and then I just want to do some more shamanics like journeys like ayahuasca. Um, I did one in, um, 
Sedona, which was really beautiful. Really? Yeah, that one was really nice. Um, we were able to see our spirit guides and kind of go into a guided meditation. And so that was really beautiful. With ayahuasca? No, just just um, ceremonially, oh, just with, ceremonially as a collective. Oh, okay. um, we were just closing our eyes. But um, more ceremonial stuff as well. So wow. I, I think like that's definitely going to be more in my future. And um, it is a little bit harder with my daughter to like take time away. And not only that, but my business. So I just have to be more strategic. And I actually just get like these downloads too randomly. And I feel like my spirit guides are pushing me to travel more this year. And so I just told my boyfriend, I was like, we need to travel to Mexico. And he's just like, okay, you know, but I'm just like, I'm getting this big feeling. Like I need to go to Mexico. Like it's calling. Yeah. Like it's just like telling me that yeah. I need to go. And so. I mean, listen to it. Yeah. You know? And I think I've been so blessed this month financially that I'm just like, let's just book our flights and let's just head out. You know, there's this place called Sayulita that I really want to go to. Um, and I've just been really itching to go and just get out and, you know, discover a little bit more, um, in the shaman realm and whether that be Sayulita or whether that be like, you know, somewhere else, I know that I'm going to find something cause that's like what my guides are asking me to yeah. do. So wherever it lands, I just know like something's going to happen, you know, that is really exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, um, honestly, is there anything else you would like to talk about? No, I think we've covered so much. This has been really fun. I'm just so grateful that you've given me this like platform to speak and to share some of my experiences and my knowledge. So thank you for having me. It's been really fun. Yeah, no, honestly, Elise, thank you. Because, you know, this is one thing that I, we talked about this. Like one thing I really want to dive more into is you know just the concept of spirituality yeah. consciousness and for you to do that in in an industry where that's not really like prioritized you know yeah. or, or even like really look that much and for you to just incorporate that yes is really gonna be the difference maker of what puts you apart from everyone else Thank you know you. and your 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 authenticity and you know your drive and the fire that's in you you know to kind of help continue developing this heal and flow because eventually like i could see that i could see like the heal and flow just being its own like retreat center yeah. where people can go to and you, i would love to like host an ocean one of an those. ocean side like oh yes. my god i could i like i would love that i'm really excited <laughs> to see where it is yeah i would absolutely love that that's exactly where i would love it to go yeah and, you know <laughs> definitely let's just keep doing what you're doing because you have a clear journey you know like mm -hmm. you know you're definitely honing in these skills and i'm glad that you know looking back at your life it's not full of regret but it's full of learned lessons absolutely. that you're actually applying to in everyday yeah. life because that's something that many people struggle with absolutely and you're very young you're 27 yeah you know like it seems like you're on the right path so yes. yeah i'm really excited thank congratulations you so much. thank you and i'm hoping that the next time we talk i'll have some more knowledge and more life experiences to I, share yeah. with you hopefully you come back from mexico then. yeah i know right be like yeah. you'll never believe what happened to me yeah, yeah I, I actually do have a friend who just recently um came back from europe they went to norway to mm -hmm. find like energy healers because cool. they also have a neuro neurologic disease oh cool so like it's you know the world is uh, there's so much wonder it's so abundant yeah, yeah. and, there's, and, you, and you when you when you go into a trip and you go in with the intention of i'm like i want to find this i'm i'm looking for this right 
it, the universe, that thought just magnifies and the wavelength, it just like goes out and then it brings it to you. You know, you're so magnetic with the thoughts. And so I know that just by having this thought of when I travel and when I do leave that I know I'm going to find something because it's just this inner knowing, but yeah. also that those thoughts just magnify. And, you know, that's so interesting that he went to Norway and found that energy healer, but yeah, that's something that I'm looking to tap into for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, karma. Like, yeah, literally you never know. the energy you put out gets put in. Absolutely. But yeah, so I guess in terms of people, if they want to find where you're at and what yeah. you do, like, where can they find you? Yeah, so I'm on TikTok. I think it's just Elise Chacon. I don't think there's any underscores. And then um, on Instagram, Elise Vitchacoco mm-hmm. underscore. Got yes. it. Both of those will be on the, in the, in the detailed descriptions of the episode as well. So you can always find that there. Yes. Yay. Yeah. Awesome. And then uh, you could find me at Instagram and Twitter at Zenith underscore podcast. You can also find me on TikTok at find Zenith. And with that being said, I'm here with Alicia Cohen, health and wellness coach. You honestly blew my mind. Uh, that's something I love about these, these episodes, these podcasts is, you know, these podcasts, I do my best to be fully present. And when I do that, you know, unintentionally, I come out with a lot and, yes. you know, I learn a lot from this and it I appreciate, I appreciate yes. you sharing, you know, not just your mind, but also like your experiences and your passion, you Thank know, you. and I really hope someone learns from this and yes. I'm sure they will. I love it. Yes. Yeah, Yay. of course. Well, yeah. With that being said, thank you for all who are still listening and I appreciate yeah, you. Yeah. Thanks guys. Yeah. You are the reason we do this. We just got to keep growing, honing on your skills. Hopefully people will follow. And with that being said, you can find me next time at the Zenith. Goodbye.